Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your loved ones how to understand each other better. You can log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. Dot com for all things animal communication. Uh, you can also go there to use the 15% off uh, coupon code called I Love Stormy. I Love Stormy. Use that as a coupon code to get your 15% off. And you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash radio. Put your animal's photo um, and your question in today's comment section of the post. So we can see it while we talk to you on the air. You can call us right now at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. The chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aikusuhara. Hi, Laura. Hey there. Got through that mouthful of stuff. I know. Good job. Thank you. I say we, I say we get right to it. What do you say? Oh wow, you're all about yeah. business today. Okay, let's get right to it. So for all of our listeners, uh, we will be calling out your last four digits of your phone number, and when I call them out and say you're on the air, go ahead and tell us your name, your animal's name, what kind of animal, species, age, gender description and one question only we like to stay stick to one theme or one question so uh and then ask your question and laura will get right to it and also let us know if your picture is on facebook or not because that's really important as well and remember no lost animals oh yes no lost animals so if you're calling right now to find your lost animal you we can't help you but you can go to that's to, your cue, Laura. You can go to Hillary Renaissance's website, which is calmpet.com. Again, that's calmpet.com. Or you can go to Lori Spagna's mm-hmm. website, which is lorispagna.com. And Lori is L-O-R-A and Spagna is S-P-A-G-N-A. And both of them are very good animal communicators, and I trust them both uh, to okay. find lost animals. And, yeah, they're really accurate. Good. Awesome. So there you go. We're going to get right to it. So go straight into what your name, your animal's name, description, and one question, please. Uh, Our first caller is 0125. 0125, you're on. Go ahead. Hi. Thank you for having me today. Sure. Yeah. Um, So who's your animal? Um. It's actually my grandpa's um, white toy poodle, and his name is Junior, but I call yeah, I call him Baby Jay, and he's about seven years old. He's a male. Oh, cool. And is he, is he, what, is he a toy poodle, did you say? Yeah, a white toy poodle. Oh, okay. And what do you want to ask, Mr. Jay? Um, I don't know, like, 
anything really that he would like to see a change. Um, I don't know if I bug him. I only see him like <laughs> once in a while <laughs> whenever I go to my hometown. So, yeah. Okay. Anything. Let's, yeah, let's mm-hmm. get him. And so tell him that you're thinking about him from the distance. And is there anything he wants to tell you? Is there anything that he wants to tell you when you're when you're there? Okay. Well, yeah, like let's any changes him. he wants. Okay. Maybe you don't walk them enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, you might know that already, so, right? Okay, yeah. hold on. Let's get him. He says that he can hear you from a distance. He says he likes it the way you talk all sweet to him. <laughs> he says that you get really close to him, and she talks all sweet. He says that sometimes you play with him, like his ears and his fur, and he says that it doesn't bother him. <laughs> she, he says he likes the way he, you are with him. Oh. What he's saying to me about Grandpa. What are you saying, honey? He's talking something about grandpa, how he wants a different shirt. Does your grandfather wear like um like a like a plaid? Does he wear a plaid shirt? A plaid button? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying that he's wanting a different shirt but he can't find it or something. What are you saying about the shirts actually? <laughs> so he doesn't want anything from me or from us, mm. like any changes. Oh. I wonder, is your grandpa having arthritis in his hands a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then saying, like, he's, he's noticing how it's harder for him to kind of button up the shirt. Oh. Okay. He says that he thinks that you should stock the fridge with more fruit for grandpa. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, he would like he would like cut up chicken meat. That's a common <laughs> request on the Red Ticket Radio Show. <laughs> oh. And he said he also would like one of those chewy bones. It reminds me of like a bully stick. Do you know a bully stick? They're kind of like long. They're kind of like a rawhide. Uh huh. Yeah. He wants one of those. Aw, oh, thanks for calling in. He's a cute little guy. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so know that when you talk to him, he understands you. Oh, yeah, yeah he's a very smart dog. Yeah, smooth or far. And when you talk to him from a distance, he gets it, too, so you can talk to him like that as well. Thanks for calling. Yeah. They they always have these requests, right? I know. Well, she asked if he wanted anything. Well, yeah. I'm a master chicken meat. Yeah, right, right. So many of them have had chicken meat because it's like the mm-hmm. staple, like when you have, when you're sick to your stomach, you know? Mm-hmm. They give yeah. them chicken and cottage cheese or chicken. And- yeah, and that's like right. something people, you know, a lot of people eat. So then, you know, they probably yeah. get it at home anyways. All right, we're going to keep going. Um, we're going to take one more call before we get to our special guest today. So let's take three eight four zero three eight four zero. You are on. Go ahead. Tell us your info. Hi, Laura. This is Pamela Weinstein with Lucky and Ruby. 
Oh, hey, Dan. Hi. Hi, we're doing great, and I wanted to send my condolences about Stormy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So um, I think you saw our our pictures on um, Facebook. Yes. You see them? I don't see them, but I know what your kitties look like and everybody there. Okay. Well, I posted... um, I'm sorry, can I interrupt? What do they... Are there cats? Yeah, Lucky and Ruby um, are, Ruby is a 14-year-old black and white, and Lucky is a 12-year-old gray, long hair. And um, I am, oh, we are contemplating possibly adopting a stray um, small terrier poodle mix. I posted it on Facebook with the two of them. And I wouldn't want to disturb, you know, their lives, but I'm considering that this might be a, <laughs> this might be something for a family, but I really wanted to run it past you first. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, let's ask them. God, he's a little cutie. I so know. Have you, brought, have you brought him home at all yet? No, my neighbors actually rescued him off of the street, and so I've made contact with her and talked to, talked to you know, took the dog for a walk and everything, but I really wanted to ask you first before I... Yeah, so let's ask them. I mean, I know it's going to be a little hard for them because they kind of like their routine. But yeah, but, but let's, it's, let's ask it's, them, and you should do okay. like a visit, too. I mean, you should, like, have the dog come over and hang out for a little bit, and then we can ask him next week, too, you know, when they, after they've, they've sort of hung out with them. But let's, let's okay. get them and see, and see what they think. Hold on. Okay, you guys, you, you, did you get it? You guys are up. What do you think? Ruby, do you want to have a little brother, doggy? What do you think? She says she kind of goes back and forth. That surprises me. I would think he would be a definite no. I guess because I keep going back and forth. She says sometimes she thinks it would be fun. She says she doesn't really like anyone sniffing her rear. Oh, Okay. And I'm kind of concerned if you would go after me. Well, mom would make sure that that would definitely would not happen. Okay? If he goes after you, then mom, then he'll be on a leash. And he won't be able to go be off leash until he learns that he can't chase the kitties. Do I think he's eaten a kitty before? No, I don't think he has. I hope not anyway. He kind of doesn't look like the eating kitty type. She wonders if we could ask him to be kind. We could try that. What about you, Lucky? What do you think about it? He says he kind of thinks no, and Dad and him think no. Is that true? (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) So it's girls girls versus boys right now for the rescue dog. Oh, Oh, how funny. So, Lucky, would you be open to meeting him and then maybe you could make up a mind because maybe he would be kind of really calm in the house. You don't know. You think maybe he's hungry? Well, if he was a stray, he might be thinking about food. Mm-hmm. Lucky thinks maybe he would want to eat his poop. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> Would he snuggle on mom's lap? Probably. He's small yeah. enough. 
Yeah, he's, 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 let's get him real quick and ask him how he would be with Kit, with cat. Okay, little guy here. Someone's thinking about adopting you that has two kitties. You know, the woman that took you for a walk. I'm ready. She's with, the, with them already. With us or with the neighbors that she's with? <laughs> oh, is it the, oh, it's a female? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was a male. Um. Would you, with the people that you're with or the woman, the woman who's thinking about taking me? She already told me she had cats. And I told her I would be really gentle. Is that true? I think so. Did you tell her to be really gentle? Yeah, I did. Oh. I think you should try it. Really? That's that's Why not? big right there. I know. It's so exciting. Yeah, I mean, all you have to do is commit to an afternoon and see how that goes. All right. Well, well we, we've few. never... Okay, well, we've never owned a dog. We'll, we'll um, you know, bring her over and see what, what they think. I mean... And she's like a little... Oh, is that your husband? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's here. Ruby might. I mean, Ruby will be okay, I think. But Lucky's just scared anyway, so I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, I don't want to make their lives. Yeah, I don't want to disrupt their lives too much. Just want to see if it would add to it. Well, I mean, you don't. They don't know that. It's like saying. It's like saying, like, "Hey, Pamela, do you think you and Sandra D will get along?" I mean, you just don't know because you haven't hung out with Sandra D. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Okay. So it's like, I mean, you can kind of get like a feeling, like people can tell you what Sandra D is like, and you're kind of going to get a feeling whether or not you would like her or not. But until you actually hang out with her, you don't know if you'd like her. And and that's the way they are, too. And, okay. I mean, the way I am is I've got so many animals. I mean, I've seen it a million times before where it doesn't, it doesn't look like it's going to work out, and then it worked out perfectly fine. So uh, you just got to be totally dedicated to it. But some of dogs are way easier than others to come into a home with cats. Like, if she just comes in and, like, lies down and hangs out, and, I mean, that would be really great. But if she's, like, growling and snarling and lunging, then, uh-huh. then you're going to have to have more work. And you might have a, you know, it might be an easier decision what you want to do when she's in the house. But bring okay. her over for a visit. Okay. And well, then, I'll visit. And call, yeah, and then call us back, and we'll check in. All right. Thank you so much. Good to hear your voice. All right. You too. Good luck. Yeah. Lucky try it out. Dad and I say no. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute. Boys against girls happen sometimes. All right. Cry. Okay. (laughs) We have a guest from Wild Haven Wildcat Haven Sanctuary. Isn't this exciting? Excited. And I believe we've had Cookie on the show before, Janice, before. Yeah. Uh, Wildcat Haven is a 501c3 nonprofit no-kill last hope sanctuary located in beautiful Sherwood, Oregon. Their mission is to provide a safe, natural lifetime home for captive-born wildcats in need. So let's find out a little bit more. Let's see here. Janice? Yes. Welcome to our show. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Wildcat Haven. Um, well, thanks for having me. Wildcat Haven um, rescues what are called captive-born wildcats. So these are cats that are basically made by breeders, 
and primarily sold as pets to people who think that having an exotic cat is cool or different or unique. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, wild cats are still wild at heart, even though they're made by breeders. And a lot of times breeders will tell people who buy these cats that if they defang and declaw them, <clears throat> that will also make them better pets. And generally it doesn't. Um, declawing is a terrible procedure that usually causes uh, crippling arthritis. And um, so these cats, when they get to be adults, generally tend to get aggressive and territorial, and um, they usually don't like strange people. And instead of um, being submissive, they'll also they'll often lash out, and so they just don't really make good house pets. Is this uh, course- legal to to uh, have these? I mean, for them mm-hmm. to breed cats, these wild cats. It is- Yes, it is. Um, regulations are usually set by the states. So some mm-hmm. states, um, like California and Florida, are really strict about yeah. owning exotic animals or exotic cats. But then there's other states that don't care, and you can own anything you want without any kind of restrictions. And so wow. it is legal to breed the, you know, it is, it is legal to breed and sell exotic um pets and how do you usually hear about these these cats like where do you get rescues from they come from all over the united states and uh, generally we get four to five requests a month to place a captive born wild cat and um, most legitimate sanctuaries like ours are full Mm. and that's kind of the other problem is when People decide that they didn't sign up to have this destructive territorial animal in their house or their circumstances change and they have to move. And where they're moving to, they can't take a 50-pound bobcat. Um, There's not a lot of choices for these cats. Mm -hmm. Zoos don't want them. They're not endangered species. And a humane society is not equipped so the lucky ones might end up at a sanctuary like ours. Um, unfortunately, if there isn't any space available, they often get euthanized. Wow, that's terrible. And what kind of cats do you mostly get? What are the common ones and what are some of the rare cats that you get? Um, the common one, the most common ones are um, bobcats, African servals, um and as far as bigger captive born cats probably tigers um we do also have mountain lions and we have canadian a canadian lynx um and we have caracals african caracals um the caracals are not as common Mm, I mean, they, they, they are captive bred and they are sold as pets, but mm-hmm. um, mostly it's bobcats and servals and lynx. Wow. And who are we going to be speaking with today? 
Um, we're going to be speaking with our nine-year-old mountain lion. Her name, her official name is Coquille, but her nickname, what everybody calls her, is Cookie. <laughs> so cute. And so what do we want to ask her today? Um, the main question that we'd like to check in with Cookie on is currently she lives uh, with another mountain lion named Nissa. Um, they don't really seem to get along so well. Um, they mm. have never really bonded. And mm. we want to see if Cookie would like to swap roommates. And swap roommate with Caden, right? Is that what you, right. you were thinking? Yeah, yeah, I have their pictures too, so I can ask. Okay, great. And so does she does she know Caden? Like are they close to each other? Can she see Caden? Um, she she would she could see Caden from a distance. Okay. Um, but okay. they're not right next to each other, no. So if she was looking for Caden, how do I tell her where Caden is? Well maybe I got Caden's picture, I can give her the image. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Let's get her. Let's get well, her. Caden yeah, Caden used to actually Caden used to be in the enclosure right across from Cookie, but then we moved him. Um, oh, okay, uh, a few okay. months ago. And he's, a, and he's a male. Okay, okay, great. Let's get her. God, she's so gorgeous. They all are so gorgeous. I can't even imagine wanting to have one in my house. It's like insane. Um, okay, hold on. She wants to say why they don't get along. She's talking something about if she went to go groom, that their tongues don't work right together. She says we repel each other, like the saliva or something. Hmm. It's not that we're not friends. We're just not really interested in each other. So would you like, what about living with Caden? Do you know Caden? He used to live kind of close to you, and now he's, do you know who Caden is? You can you can mention the Cookie. He's the one who walks funny. She wants to know if when he plays, does he slam into the middle of her back? Because she doesn't want that to happen. Actually, I, I think she might be talking about her brother, um, Noki. Because oh. Noki used to do that, but um, Noki passed away a few years ago. Maybe she's feeling like if there is another male, that maybe he would do the same thing as Noki did, and his maybe her hips just can't take it like they used to. Oh, okay. Because she's sore right above her hips. Hmm. Oh, she's going to say something that she likes about Kaden. What do you like about Kaden? He's sensitive with his eyes. He's slow moving with them. And I kind of feel safe around that. That's interesting. I wonder if she's trying to say that he's less dominant than her. Mm -hmm. She says that she also likes about him is that he doesn't eat really fast. Mm -hmm. 
I don't like them when they eat really fast. Oh, she's talking about the one that she's with now. Sometimes when she's eating, she wants to do more tearing. Oh, she's saying that, is it Narissa? How do you say her name? Nissa? Oh, Nissa. Nissa. She's saying that Nissa wants to, like, run and play with her food. Do you see her do that? Or drag her food or something. Huh. I'll, I'll have to ask Cheryl because um, I actually do most of my work from my home. I don't um, work oh, in the sanctuary. Okay. Yeah. What, she wants to tell you something else. What else do you want to tell her? She that she's been at the place. She's had like a widening of her heart. There's this understanding that we have all that we need, but yet it's smaller than what we would normally have. And we're okay with it. She says there's sort of this understanding that we should be in the wild. That's so interesting. So she's sort of saying that that she understands that she's like captive bred and that that they should be in the wild, yet they don't they know that they wouldn't be okay in the wild. Mm-hmm. So so they're really grateful for what they have with you guys. It's a really conscious way to think that I think. Because she feels yeah. very secure, but also this understanding of, it's almost like this understanding of, like, we know how powerful you are. We know how, like, how, like, stunning you are, how extraordinary you are, and this is what we can give you. She she has that, like, heartfelt. That's really nice, I think. Because I don't mm-hmm. think that all animals who are in captivity would feel that Well, I know that all animals in captivity would not feel that way. Yes. Well, Cookie was um, pretty lucky because um, although she was purchased at an animal auction, um, the person who purchased her knew really quickly that she was in way over her head. And Mm -hmm. so Cookie actually came to Wildcat Haven very young. Oh, that makes sense. Um, So she saw everything. She never had any of this. Right. I mean, she mm. she actually came to Wildcat Haven as a as a cub, as a baby. Oh, sweet. So she's probably been listening to all your education. <laughs> yes. Yes, and and you know, because a lot of the cats who come to us have been um, very badly abused or neglected. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, Cookie was pretty lucky because um, she didn't experience that, not the way some and of our cats have. What about Nissa? Was she? Because it was interesting about Nissa, the way she talks about her food, it sounds like she's very predatory. Like she wants she to like is. Food. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nissa was, was purchased by a couple in Eastern Oregon because they wanted what they called a cute and cuddly cougar. Oh, and. God. 
Nyssa was aggressive and fearless, even as a baby. And they pretty quickly also realized that there was no way she was going to make a house pet. And so she also um, did come to Wildcat Haven when she was pretty young, but um, she lived by herself mostly until um, we had um, um, a bad storm when some of our enclosures got damaged. And as a result, we had to put Nissa in with Cookie and Noki um, because we... We just didn't have any choice. We um, we had a storm that badly damaged the pen that she was in. Mm. And so they sort of became roommates by default. I would love to ask Nissa. Um, I'm going to ask Nissa how she would. So would you have her alone? Um, we were actually thinking about putting her with Kennewick. Oh, okay. So let me ask Nissa real fast. It's Nissa, honey, do you, would you like to be with, um, um, oh, I don't think I have Kennewicks. Uh, just call him Ken. Oh, yeah, there he is. Okay. Um, I'm just going to look at his picture so I know what he looks like. And we should put them on the Facebook page. They're so beautiful. You can tell they all look so different. Oh, look at, they, they chopped his ears, huh? Yeah, he actually came to us that way. He came to, oh, wow. Okay. Um, what do you guys think? Would you like to be together, Nissa? Very much. She doesn't really like about Cookie so much. Cookie's always talking about the people. And she wants to talk more about how she can play and create games. Mm. If I talk to Ken, if we were together, he'd have to let me chase him a little bit. And he'd also have to go on his back. <laughs> so she, she wants to be the dominant one. Yes, she would. You kind of have to see how that goes, though, and sort of see if you guys can create a mutual trust bond, okay? Maybe you could be dominant, but maybe. She said she kind of likes him. She says that he has the same darty eyes as her, that they look at the same things. They look up. They look up more. Well, Cookie doesn't look up as much. I don't know if it's in trees or up on top of enclosures, if they're like checking all their surroundings and up. Mm, that's that's yeah, that's true. Mm. Oh, they're so amazing. So Janice, tell us uh, how our listeners can make a difference here at Wildcat Haven Sanctuary. Um, well, we are. We are currently on eight on an eight-acre property in Sherwood, Oregon, um, but we've purchased an 80-acre property in Scotts Mills, which is um, near Salem. And we would really, really love if people would donate to Wildcat Haven Sanctuary to help us get moved. 
Um, we're about 75% complete on the new property, um, but we still need, you know, windows and doors for enclosures and before we can get moved. So any donation, even just a couple of dollars, would help, truly help make a difference to get us to the new property. Great. And how can we contact you? How can our listeners find a way to donate? Um, they can go to www.wildcathaven, all one word, dot mm-hmm. org, org, O-R-G. Great. So we'll, we'll post that. So that's wildcathaven.org, and we'll be posting that in our chat room. Um, I think we already have done that, but also uh, mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. So Janice, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, doing all the amazing work that you do at Wildcat Haven Sanctuary. Oh, thank you guys. And that, that was great. That's some, that was some really great information from Cookie. And Nissa, mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Oh, sure. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, please call in too. and check, a, check, check back in with us. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Thank you so much. Great. That was Janice from uh, Wildcat Haven Sanctuary. Again, that's wildcathaven.org. You can hit the tab how to help and you can donate any amount or here also it says you can adopt for only $50 a year. You can adopt a wildcat resident or sponsor one for 500. So please go ahead and do whatever you can to help these cats um, and everything that uh, Janice talked about amazing that they have a place where they can help these cats and how sad is that there are breeders that are that it's legal to do this I know I just can't imagine how somebody could do think it's a good idea to have a big cat in the house it's like the worst idea of all time (laughs) if anyone is thinking right now about getting a wild cat it's not a good idea I'm just telling you (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not a good idea. Let them live in the wild. They're called wild cats for a reason. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go straight into calls. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to do fast ones for the boom, rest boom, of the boom. night. All right. So I'm going to call out the last four digits uh, and just go ahead. What's your name? What's your animal's name? A description of the animal. Is it on Facebook? The picture. And one question only, please. So 0232, 0232, you're on. Go ahead. Hi there, Laura. Um, my name's Meredith, and I'm calling about my cat, Judah. He, I put his picture up on Facebook, and he's about six and a half years old. Um, black cat with yellow eyes and pushing about 50 pounds. So I call him my little panther, although he's not actually one. <laughs> But um, are you serious about 50 pounds? Yeah, last time we were at the vet, he was 47, so. No way. Huge, yeah. That's Um, more than Luca. Yep. (laughs) He's he's awesome, but he's he's scared of absolutely everything. And so I just wanted to kind of check in with him and see what makes him so anxious all the time when he could take out a dog. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk to Judah. Judah, honey. Why are you so scared? You're so handsome. Sometimes he gets scared because his eyes get blurry. What do you mean? Like when you're 
when you're scared, your eyes get blurry or your eyes blurry all the time? They're blurry all the time. Everything is a little fuzzy. Judah, honey, was it always like that? Could or could I can see really up close? Everything is really fine looking up close, but if it's far away, it's blurry. Sounds like he needs glasses. No, he was actually born with um, a cyst on his right eye. And um, mm. that has biopsied it and said he's only seen it in dogs before. Um, mm. And, yeah, so I'm wondering if maybe getting that removed might help him. Oh, yeah. So, oh, my gosh. Wow. So you'd have to go to an eye specialist for that, don't you think? I guess so. Yeah, go to an eye specialist. So, Judah, honey, and which eye is that in? Meredith, do you know? Oh, it's yeah, it's on his right eye. So, uh, Judah, honey, is your right eye worse than your left, or is they are they they both are kind of bad? It's the same on both. Maybe you should take them to a specialist and have them take a look at it, because like maybe the maybe it's like making him cross-eyed or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something one eye is bothering him. I don't know why the other eye would not be, unless he's got something going on with the other eye too. It'd be interesting to get an opinion from an eye doctor to see what they say. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll get that checked out. So thank you. He's saying something that he wants. What do you want, honey? He wants gravy food, but extra gravy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm guessing that's his wet food. I just switched him over to the um, Merrick brand, and he seems to really like it. Oh, good. And then he says that he wants... um, he wants a like it looks like a cat scratching, like a cardboard cat scratching, but it looks really wide. You know what he's talking about with sides? Yep, like a long post for him to scratch on. Yeah, but it looks like it's flat and it has sides. Okay. He used to have one when he was a kitten. Oh, he remembers it then. Yeah. Mom, Does he want it? That. Yeah. Does he, he want that. it, Laura? Yeah, that's what he wants. Oh, okay. Aha. All right. Well, thank you for your call. That's Judah wants a cat scratcher with flat sides. (laughs) Right? You know the sides that come up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but the cat scratcher is flat so that he can, like, like, stand on it or lie on it or... Mm-hmm. But my dad, I don't Uh-oh, even know if they really make a cat scratcher for 50 pounds. I mean, I don't think Luca could get on our cat scratcher. He's only 30 pounds. Maybe you'd have to get one made. I mean, could you imagine a 50-pound cat? I mean, seriously, Luca is like 30 pounds. That's 20 pounds more than Luca. Uh, no, Benway is 50 pounds. How? <laughs> That's so weird. It's like those giant bunnies. Like, have you seen those bunnies that are yeah, like I have humongous? What I think is so interesting is that you picked Judah after the wild cat. Like, it's like I know. Like, I went random. You know, 
I know. So you were like psychic to a large cat. Like you were like mag, <laughs> like a magnet. To him. That's so weird. That's like the biggest <laughs> house cat. I, I mean, is that? I wonder. Can someone Google this Guinness World Records? <laughs> uh, is that like the biggest cat of all time? Because that's pretty big. That's huge. I wonder if he has something wild in him. Yeah. And I wonder if he's fat or if he's like. I mean, in the picture, or him, or it's like uh, you know, bad. or like in hu- in humans, it's like you know how they have like gigantism. Like maybe there's something with the cat. Do cats have pituitary gla- uh, glands? I, know, I, I don't know. You know, siblings are like mom. <laughs> All right, we should get to callers. I I said we were gonna go boom boom boom, and here I am chit chatting. <laughs> way like we don't have a radio show to be doing okay <laughs> zero seven five five zero seven five five go I ahead that's what i and i sound like when we're just talking <laughs> hi hey go ahead tell us your name and all that stuff <laughs> okay my name's nikki and uh, i've got a malt white maltese named benji Aww. and he's seven years old now and he only gets sick late at night and he throws up like a bile and I was wondering if you could ask him what's causing that because and I did just recently change his food he's now on Rachel Ray's diet and he's doing much better but oh what was he on before Beneful and oh my gosh I won't do that have you seen about Beneful have you seen that in the news yeah, I took him off of it luckily a month ago. Did and you take him so, to the Did you take him to the vet? Oh, I've t- yeah, several times and they X-rays and everything and they couldn't find anything wrong. Did they take blood work? So they took blood work? Yep, yep, X-rays, blood work and a stool sample. Oh, good. And they've done oh. that they've done that since you, since since he was on the Benefol and then you took him off the Benefol? Yes. Okay, this only happens late at night, like in the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, so, and so the bile, is it yellow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so bile, you probably know this because you've been to the vet so many times, but that bile is liver. So something is going on with his liver. And that's why I say it's really important that you take him to the vet, that you have taken him to the vet. But if anyone else is listening to this and their animal is, is throwing up bile every day or every night. That's really important to get them to the vet. Well, so, like once a um, what what did you say? It's like once a week. Yeah, it's like yeah. once a week. Um, well, I'll ask him if he knows what can help him. But I would also maybe go to a holistic veterinarian, and maybe they can give you some supplements to help his liver. Because maybe from okay. being on the Benefol, it um, it just it uh toxified or I'm not exactly sure the word, but um, hurt his liver a little bit. And uh, the uh, holistic set could tell you what to get him on to help cleanse that. So that's that. Um, but let's let's talk to him and ask him um, um, how he's feeling. And what's his name again? Benji. Benji, that's right. Okay. Benji, honey, are you listening? What do you want to say to your mom about you throwing up? Is it, how do you feel? Right before I throw up, my mouth waters. I know, Benji, that's normal. So right before you throw up, 
And and how else do you feel? Sometimes I feel burning in my stomach. And then my throat burns. And I hate that feeling. He says sometimes he feels like he needs really fresh water. Sometimes my water tastes bad. Now, when I talk about their water tasting bad, it can be a couple of different things. It can be the actual water. So um, you want to make sure that you give him the same water that you drink, preferably filtered water or distilled water or bottled water. And then um, you want to make sure that his water is not in the sun because sometimes when the sun hits it, it can create a different taste. Um, glass bowls are always the best because like a stainless sometimes will make the, the water taste funny. Ceramic sometimes makes the water taste funny. Um, but what's probably making his water taste funny is that the bile coming up in his mouth. So his mouth probably already tastes bad and then he's drinking and then he's just more aware of it. Um, what about his food? Could you ask him if he likes his food? Yeah, how do you like your food? What do you think about your... Oh, and what I was going to say, too, about... I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of grain-free. I don't know if Rachel Ray's food is grain-free. But that, yes. that might... Oh, it is? Good. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't know much about her food. Good. Um, he said his other food was giving him a headache. The food I like better. The other one was giving me a headache. That was probably from the sugar content in the food and probably knows what else. I think it's going to take him a while to detox the benefit out of his system. Okay. I think that's what it is. I would go and, like, I am not a vet, so I can't really give you advice, but, like, milk thistle is really good for the for the liver. Like, you could even Google, like, like uh, natural remedies for my dog is throwing up yellow bile, <laughs> and okay. you'll see there's all there's all these online companies that with little droplets of like milk milk uh, milk thistle that would probably help him. Yeah. All right. Well, give us a call back. Let us know what happens after you try some of those things, because that's important to check out. I know. Um, did you hear about? Did you hear about the benefit? No, no, I didn't. What happened with Beneful? Oh so like Beneful was like killing all these dogs. They were like, like all these dogs are going into kidney failure, and um, it was terrible, terrible. Like it was a lot, a huge lawsuit was up against them. So oh, no. uh, they were. I always knew this about the junkiest foods that they they put like an ingredient that they put an antifreeze in the food. Mm -hmm. I don't know mm -hmm. why, but that was killing. A lot of dogs. So a lot of dogs are feeling really sick. I was speaking right when it broke. I was speaking to this one dog that was really sick on the food, and he was on Benefil. Oh gosh, that's terrible. I I know. Oh yeah. So Google it, so if you guys. If yeah. You have your dog on Benefil and take them off immediately and take them to the vet. Like like I would just get them tested by the vet, even yeah. if you don't see anything wrong, because. Kidney failure can be creeping. You don't always notice it in dogs. Yeah. Or people. Is that true with people too? I don't know. <laughs> but Maybe. I mean, with cats, have, you notice it because they're drinking tons of water and meowing like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I thought that was kidney. 
Yeah, so I said the kidneys. Oh, I oh, thought you said liver. About the liver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the liver is bad, too. You don't really see. But, right. But, yeah. I kind of think that if the liver is doing bad, probably the kidneys are, too. Yeah, a lot oftentimes that they are. But um, can I just tell you what else I Googled? I Googled this whole big cat thing, heaviest cat, which I don't have clear um, information oh, from a real source or anything, but from some of the like random websites I've seen, um, like this cat called Meow, I think is it was called. There are like, there's no cats over 50 pounds. I think the cat we just spoke with earlier might be like a Guinness Records no, kind of. Judah needs his own Facebook page. <laughs> I know. I mean, if this is and true, if he if he's really fifty pounds, like I think he needs to call the Guinness World of Records. I know. Seriously. Yeah. Oh Anyways, That's getting back to the show. Getting back to the show. Oh, okay. okay. You know what? I have to say that I ha I I was. Did you see that thing on Facebook that's going around about the horse they call Satan, the pony they call Satan? No. <laughs> it's this crazy little pony that they nicknamed Satan, and uh, oh, and somebody adopted him. It's the funniest story. We'll have to get it and read it on the, on the air because it's so funny. Okay. You can even get Satan on the. On the air. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Uh, okay, 1603, 1603, you're on. Go ahead, tell us your name, your animal's name, and one question, please. Hi, it's Linda Thompson. Um, I got a new dog. She's the one that looks like a, a fox. Yes, yeah. I saw her. Leona, so I would like her to get along with my cats. I have feral cats outside, and then I have one cat inside, and... I haven't seen my cat much lately because she's been hiding out in the mudroom. Oh. Yeah. And so how is Leona doing with the cat? I mean, this, with your kitty. Did she, she, um, did she chase? She did once. I brought, brought Mommy in and had her sitting on me, and then when Mommy decided to go back to the mudroom, she jumped down and Leona chased her. So, and she has she chased one of the feral cats outside one night too. Okay, okay. So we're gonna tell her that they're family, and you might want to think about putting her in like a little extent or putting her on leash for a little while, so mommy can mommy can feel safe again. Yeah. Um. Okay. Listen, Leona, I'm so happy that you have a new home. You do look like a little fox. But you know what? In your home, there were kitties first. All the kitties outside, Mama feeds, and they're all around the property, and it's, they, they come there to stay safe, okay? And then there's Mama who lives in the house, and you can be her friend. But you can't chase her because you scare her when you chase her. It makes her think you're going to eat her or something. She has to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and look away and let mama come walk around. And the best thing for you to do is just watch them, okay? And just get to know them by watching them. So if you can kind of go at a distance. And mom might do something like put you on a leash, even if you're in the house, so that you can learn to watch mommy, okay? And watch the cats outside. It's so important, okay? Because it's their home first. You don't want to scare them. You want to be their friend. What do you think about that? I would totally be their friend. I thought I was doing a good job. 
No, honey. A good job is just letting them walk around wherever they want. Okay? The only job you need to do is to be their friend. Lick and yawn and blink your eyes. I can tell you got really big eyes. You need to learn to blink those eyes. All right? She says, you know what I was thinking? Maybe you could feed us sandwich meat together. Ooh. That's an interesting idea. Do you know why she would want sandwich meat? Because <laughs> she, she, at her old home, she didn't get to eat people food, and she just started getting fed people food last night. Oh, my friends, funny. Oh. Yeah, my friends met her, and they were giving her, like, cheese and stuff. Oh, so maybe Mommy, maybe you could do that with Mommy. She says the other thing that she was thinking is when the cats come in, you could stroke me a lot and tell me it's okay because I have high drive and sometimes hard to hold me back. That's interesting because she's almost asking you to help her stay present because uh-huh. she wants to chase so bad. You know, she okay. seems so alert. You should do, you should teach her. Like, I think one of the, the best things you can teach a dog that lives with a cat, well, if they, if they chase, is leave it. And, like, the way you do that is you put a treat down in front of them on the ground, and when they go for it, you say, leave it really firm and kind of give them the evil eye. And as soon as they look away, you tell them, good, leave it, and then you pick up the treat and feed it to them. And you can say, take, okay. and you give it to them. And you want to be able to get so good at it that you could throw roast beef across the room and say, leave it, and then have them leave it. And I used to do with my dogs all the time, like I should do with Luca and Felix more now, but I used to do like sit, stay, and then I would, then I'd put like a whole bunch of meat on the floor, and then I would say, free, come, and they would have to, and I'd say, leave it as they were passing it. And I always thought that was really good, like if we ever encountered snakes or whatever out on the trail. I was always mm. thinking about that, too, or any kind of food when we're outside or, you know, who knows what they're going to grab up. But um, but they also had to, my wolf had to, had to learn it. The main reason she had to learn it was because she was aggressive. And so I didn't want her to kill my cats in the beginning or, or bite people. So it's a, it's a really great demand because they learn that leave it means stop going after what I'm, like, highly crave driven towards. And so okay. when then, when you say it, when they really get a solid foundation of that, and then you say it around the cat, they're like, oh, okay, I think I know what that means. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, try it. But she's she's oh, she's such a nice little dog. She she really is. She's really good. But I don't. I think mommy's having a hard time accepting her. Yeah. Well, she she you need to keep you need to keep her on a leash so that mommy can feel safe walking around her house. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for your call. Keep us posted. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Next caller, 3330. 3330. You're on. Tell us your info. Hi, my name is Tara. And my cat's name is Shelly. She's a tortoise shop. She's a tortoise shell, and uh, yeah. what would you like to ask her? <coughs> I. She's very sick, and mm. I had two vets who can't figure it out. 
And mm-hmm. I'd like to ask her if she knows what she, the sickness is oh. and if she wants to try and recover or be let go. Oh, how sad. And I see her sweet picture. She's so cute. Yeah. Okay. Get her and see how she's doing. Hi, Shelly. How you feeling, honey? I heard you don't feel so good. She says she feels really bad. She feels like she's shrinking. She says her stomach feels like it's shrinking. And my shoulders and my back. No. And I feel really lethargic and my head is heavy. Yes. I'd like to get better. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I just feel so tired. She says if it keeps getting worse, she's going to need you to help her. So she she says she, she knows what it is. No, she doesn't know what it is, but to me, that shrinking feeling that she's talking about, now I'm not diagnosing her, but I'm just saying that what it, what it can, what I've noticed it be for other animals is um, it could be like, some, sometimes I get that feeling with worms or some type of parasite. And other times they get that feeling with cancer. Um, or, like, it, they could also get that type of feeling for, like, a tick-borne virus, like like a um, Lyme disease or something like that, or any of those cat diseases, too, which you probably have tested for already. So do you live in a place where there is ticks? Do I live close? Has she had a, has she done a stool sample on her? Have you checked her for parasites? No, we didn't. We did a lot of other testing, though, blood tests, urinalysis. Good. And did all that come out okay? It came out perfect. We had sonograms of her insides. We had her whole digestive system, like, x-rayed with barium. Oh, first, maybe at first this looks like a litter box problem. Why is she she pooping or peeing outside the box? She just couldn't poop. She couldn't poop. Um, so she's getting like constipated. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, one I would when you do get a poop, I would do a a stool sample and see if she has a parasite. But, huh, that's interesting. Usually if, they, if they're feeling bloated, usually when they're not pooping and they're constipated, they feel bloated. But you could do something like, like I would go to a holistic veterinarian and get a second opinion, but you could do something like colostrum or, um, or uh, coconut oil, and that could help her poop. And then I would also get her adjusted by a chiropractor because sometimes not being able to poop is just them being out of alignment. Yeah. So I would I would try that, getting her adjusted. But there's something, it feels like there's something else going on with her. But I would, if it, it's 
if that's what you're seeing her not poop, definitely get her adjusted. Oh, honey. But I do feel really tired. I would get her adjusted. Maybe that's your miracle fix. That would be so cool if it was. Yeah, I know. So yeah, try that and give us a call back for sure and go and do all the stuff with the doctor too. Like get a second opinion. That's always really important. Right? She said she had two doctors already. But I always say mm -hmm. like sometimes, and I, my bet is totally traditional, but you know, sometimes traditional medicine fails or you get a diagnosis with traditional and then the animals that live the longest out of all my clients, the people who I see, are the people who do both, traditional and holistic, and the people mm -hmm. who look for holistic modalities, for sure. So, yeah. And you can have two vets. You're not offending your vet if you get a second opinion by a holistic vet, and you can say to them, I'm working with this person also. You won't be offending them. Some people Is that true? about that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like sometimes you you feel bad, like it's like you go to your one hairdresser or your hairstylist, and then you, yeah, yeah, you're cheating on them. But like my dad, yeah. he's totally traditional. He doesn't do anything holistic, but he's like the best diagnostician, and I trust him. But then I say to him, okay, well, I'm gonna go to Dr. Anya Hunter. I'm gonna go to his other vet to actually get treatment. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. you're diagnosed and now I'm going to get treatment. And I listen to him and sometimes I do his treatment, but you know, it, and he's fine with it. He doesn't care. You know? Yeah. Awesome. But he's really confident in his work. You know, when you're confident in your work, like, and you're confident in who you are, you should just care. It's all about the animal. Exactly. So true. So true. All right, here we go. One zero five three. One zero five three. You're on. Tell us your name, your animal's name, description, and one question, please. Hi, 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 Laura. This is David. Hi, oh, David. Uh, David. Yes, I'm like, David. Boy, oh I'm my so gosh. Excited. Yes, this thank you. I'm just calling in about a uh, feral cat named Ginger. He's about three or four oh. years old. Uh, he's ginger colored, or orange, and he's part of a feral cat colony. And I just wanted to call in and just find out if he has anything to say. Okay, let's get ginger. And so for all of you guys, David is like our pet psychic radio extraordinaire guy who helps us out so much. He posts the reminders and he posts the posts post on the day of the show and he he writes up everything and who we spoke to and at what time so we all know what's going on when we when we re-listen to the podcast. So yeah. thank you, David, for all your help. Yes, so we amazing. couldn't do it without you. So no, amazing. You're like this such a cool guy. Okay, let's get Ginger. Ginger. And he called you his dad, and he says that you're getting better at talking with, with us. He really sends it powerful. He says sometimes that when they talk to you, they argue about who's going to talk first, and that sometimes they send it to you, and it might get, like, a little bit jumbled because they're, they're all sending it to you. And he, he oh, also yeah. said that sometimes they send it to you at night. Do you ever get it, like when you're lying in bed or something? Do you ever feel like they're talking to you? 
Um, not quite. It might just be subconsciously. But the colony is yeah. fairly large. So. Mm. He says he wants to tell you something else about his food. Okay. He says he likes the kibble that kind of looks like stars. You know what that is? Um, I'm not actually the one who feeds them, but uh, I can uh, ask. They can ask around. Is there the other thing he wants to tell you? That sometimes he feels your heart sad. He says he wants to tell you that when your heart is sad, that all of us animals are like a locket. He's sort of saying like a chain with a locket. Oh, that's so sweet. We can help send you energy then. He's sort of saying like that there's like, I don't want to say emptiness, but there's like, like for the, some of the strays, they can get this like feeling of like knowing that they're a stray and like this a sort of like an empty feeling, kind of like, you know, that feeling of just being kind of down or a little bit depressed, you know, just kind of have okay. that. And he's saying that if you ever feel that way, you're not alone because sometimes they do. But they have this whole network, and the network is also chained together, and that you're part of that chain, and that what when you're sad, the other one sends you energy. But it's really okay, beautiful because they're yeah, because you're saying they're doing that for the colony as well. They seem like a pretty you know colony. He wants to tell you that he can tell that you think a lot about animals. And then when you think about the animals, you should tell a story. You have the coolest stories. And he wants you to tell him stories about some of the animals that you've known and read about. Do you do that? Oh, okay, very. Do you ever do that? Um, no, I haven't, but that's definitely yeah. something I'll do. Yeah, I wonder, too, if, like, they're tuning in with you telepathically, like, when you're on the computer or something. Because, like, they can do that. It's like, so a lot of times people say to me, like, how does my animal know, like, what I'm talking to my coworker about? You know, <laughs> like, when they're not right. even at work with me. And I right. think they're sort of tuning into you and you're from a distance and some of the things that you're doing with the animal. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to ask him, like, have you been wondering about? Uh, just the one question also. Uh, I, the, po- the photo I posted, there's there's Ginger yeah. and another cat that just yeah. behind him. I, just, I don't want to necessarily talk to him, but just find out, are those, is uh, Ginger and him buddies? Yeah, I see Ooh, them together okay. now. That's, yeah, that's okay. Ginger, are you and Tiger, have you guys become buddies? What's your story with him? He said he's been showing him around. He says that they become friends because he protected him. Who protected you? Tiger protected you? 
He said he was going to get jumped on by one of the cats that are a little bit bigger and lighter than him. Oh. And he protected me. Oh, Tiger, that was so nice of you. That was so nice of you. Do you want to say anything to David? He says he understands the whole thing about the chain. You have to think about who's your closest link. Okay, okay. Yeah, because he's saying that when you think about who is your closest link, you can get what you need faster. That's so interesting. And I kind of think that we should all think about that in life, too, you know, like who's your closest link, (laughs) you know? Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, talking to both of them. Thank you very oh, much yeah, for that. Oh, yeah, of course, David. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks, thanks for everything, everything you do, David. That's awesome. That was David from our show who helps our show out. Without him, you wouldn't even know there was a show because Laura and I forget to post that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Right? I'm not lying. No, I know. This is totally true. Without David, you wouldn't even know we had a show. Yeah. All right. We're going to keep going. we got lots of calls still. And I don't think we're going to get through all of them. So we're going to go as quickly as possible. 3020, 3020. You're on. Go ahead. I just heard a, a breath. Go ahead with your info. Name, animal, name, and one question, please. Hi, Laura. This is Irene. Hi, Irene. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Um, I was calling you about Sophie. I spoke to you a few times within the last year. It's been a long journey. Um, my Sophie is reincarnated of my Sophie. <laughs> yeah. Did you find yeah. her yet? Yes. Yes. We got her. We got her. Yeah. She's nine months old now. And... Um, but she's all good, but we have a huge problem with her, which we never had before. Um, she doesn't let us um, know that she needs to go bathroom for pooping, so she does it in the house in front of us. And I don't she understand why. Poop in front of? Okay, so she goes poop yeah. in front of you? <laughs> yeah, like she. I'll be there in the kitchen or in the living room, and then she'll come and she won't say a thing. She just won't cry, won't go to the door. And she'll just do that right there. And I'm like, oh, no. And I tell her, no, I take her out. And 99% of the time she will do that. And we don't know why. Uh-huh. She would never pee in the house. She so, doesn't pee in the house. And so when, no. she has to go, when she has to go pee, does she let mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, she goes to the back door or the front door of the house. And then she uh-huh. just kind of looks at us. And you have to kind of watch her where she's all the time because she's so quiet. And we put a doorbell, like a little bell hanging off, and she'll jump at that one on the front door, but we don't have it in the back door. And we even put it in the back door, and she wouldn't use it. So we moved it back oh, to the front door. Okay. And so she'll use it in the front door. She'll kind of ring it. Yeah. But then also, like with my husband, when he's here, she'll go ring the bell there, the door. She'll jump to the door, and it makes the sound. She would want to go out all the time. We take her 10 times out, and she would not do anything. So we don't understand. We're we're confused. And she's and you're not and you're not home yet. Just your husband's home. I'm sorry. What? 
So just your husband is home when she does that because she might be just yes. ringing the bell because, like, maybe mom's outside. Yeah, with him, she does it a lot. What's the yeah, she takes, coming? <laughs> she takes her out all the time because we don't know what, what is true and what is not. Because if it's true, then you can't really tell her because it's like, right. okay, she told and, us, right? So right. And, and, okay, and in Sophie's defense, Sophie doesn't know that ringing the bell just means to go out and pee and poop. She thinks ringing the bell means to go outside. So I don't know. I want to go outside for other reasons besides peeing and pooping, like to see if you're coming. So, I, I don't um, know. So let's get her and see what she has to say yeah. and tell us, Sophie, that she needs to go. I mean, the best thing is really to run to you and then run to the door, run to you and then run to you to the door. Yeah. That's always the, the best cue. Um, yeah. And that she needs to do it when she needs to go pee and poop. Um, okay. And why are you pooping inside the house? Sophie, honey, did you hear? You're so beautiful. I can't even believe that mane of yours. It's so gorgeous. So, Sophie, honey? She says, when I have to poop, it comes so fast. I'm like, whoa. Oh. I got a stomach thing, and I'm like, mom? And then I just go poop. I don't know how to hold it. Well, maybe what you could do is when you see them, then run to the door and they can quickly let you out. Okay? Just see if you can try it. Like, the more and more you try, the better and better you'll get at it. She says, I think I need chicken and rice. Oh. I wonder if she was listening earlier. Um, Why? So what about, you know, sometimes when daddy's there by himself and you're, like, ringing the bell and you're going outside all the time, mom, when she comes home, she's just going to come in and you're going to know that she's there. She's never going to be outside without without coming in to say hello to you. Okay? So how come you keep ringing the bell and dad needs to walk me? He needs to get moving. Dad likes to bond with me on a walk. We need to do more bonding and walking. Does your husband like to walk her? We haven't walked her yet because it was we got her in August, last August, and then because we didn't do the regular vaccines, we were doing those because my previous Sophie died from vaccinations. So right. So we couldn't walk her out because she wasn't doing, she was still doing the nose oats till like December. And then it's winter, you know, we are in Indiana, so it's cold and snowy. So we never got a chance to really do real walks. We're going to do them as soon as it warms up. Yeah, I would start doing them a little bit, even when it's cold. Just get her out. I mean, I know it's probably freezing, but get her out and like, because she obviously thinks the dad is maybe a little bit more hardier than you or something. Or (laughs) Dad is what? hardier than you like I don't know like why she would think dad would walk her more than you oh I don't know I don't know well I've got my son too and she's obsessed with him so I'm very much busy with my son he's 29 months old so it's like having two babies so and she's very much glued to him she says she wants to go walking okay we can do that so she's saying that when she has to go poop she, like, it's coming on really fast. So I think part of it, she knows now, I told her it's really important that she goes outside. Mm-hmm. So 
But I mm-hmm. see if you could make like a little chart about when she goes poops, and you might be able to catch it at each time each day, you know? Mm-hmm. Is it her food, anything that's making her go fast, or is it just her body like that? Uh, with my food, sometimes it makes it go fast. But I've kind of always known it like that. It's interesting she asked for chicken and rice because rice is very, you know, right would solidify her more. So mm. maybe that would give her more time okay. to, chip, to poop. Yeah. I yes, think it's I one guess. of those things that she understands that she needs to go out to poop. She just is not yes, being she, able to get there fast enough. She knows when she does it, then she'll come back and we won't probably realize many times and she'll just act all curled up and, and like guilty. And I'm like, oh, no, she did it. And she knows it. We know she knows Yeah. Sophie, honey, see if you can start just seeing like before it comes, the feelings of it before it comes. Start to really think of your body like that so that you can run to your mom and tell her that you need to go. All right? So she can take you outside to go poopy. Okay, because it's kind of gross pooping in the house, honey. Okay? Yeah. I'm so happy you're back. Well, keep us posted. Well, yeah, keep us posted. See how that goes. We don't, no one wants poop in their house. Nobody wants poop in their house. I'm so sure Felix. Sophie doesn't want it either. Felix used to be a pooper in the house kind of dog, but he's gotten over it, thank God. That is so good. Good, good, good. Yes. I know, because they do it when you're not looking. And I'm like, God, if you mm-hmm. was like my client, I would be so mad right now. I'd be like, <laughs> you need to get on your dog. <laughs> I'm like, how did you get out, like, out of my sight? You've been sitting on my lap the whole time. <laughs> well, that happens. He's a little small one, gets away from you. I know, right? But he's been so good. Yeah, there hasn't been a poop in the house awesome. for months. Yes. All right. So I'm at a crossroads because it's 11, you, 10 minutes. You're the producer. It's up to you. All right. So whoever I pick next, I'm picking randomly. Um, and you have to go fast. So you got to say name, info, description, and then we're just going to do a quick one because we got to get to some other stuff. So. Here we go. Nine nine three seven. You're on. Good. Nine nine three seven. Okay. Are you there? Not there. Hanging up. Bye. All right. Here we go. We Next just, one. You know what I could do is I could pick someone from the from the um, Facebook post. Sure. Should we do that? Because yeah. that person didn't answer. Let's do this one because this one's kind of like a stormy change words of wisdom too. Because Swan Keller wrote here, I mm-hmm. would like to speak to Paco or Chicken and ask if they've had seen Storm King. So those are two chihuahuas that have crossed over. They mm-hmm. died together while I was out of town. They died a while ago. The people taking care of them put all the dogs together, and a big dog took their life. Isn't that sad? Um, but we could ask them if they've seen Stormy. You want to do that? Sure. Okay, let's ask. Okay, so we're going to ask the little fawn color chihuahua. And then, you know, chicken, I should say this about fawn dog chicken, helped me find uh, Felix. 
because he oh. was talking about, yeah, he was talking about Felix and, um, and yeah, so, okay, here we go. Okay, you guys, have you seen Stormy? Tell us. Tell me if you've seen Stormy. This is a little fun one. Just during the show, Stormy and I got together, and we started to talk about angels and love. We were thinking about how love is a stream of consciousness. When you send love to others, it's best to spread your wings and then the love will surround them. I do this all the time to people on earth. And I help my mom with healing. His mom, Swan, does healing. I'm part of her healing circle. Oh, that's so super cute. Okay, now I'm going to ask a little chocolate colored one. Okay, what about you? Have you seen Stormy? What do you, what about you? Stormy and I played tag. You did? I ran under his legs. And then I became a big dog and we wrestled. It was so much fun. Tell my mom that I think about her all the time. And I give her little kisses on her cheek. Oh, that's so cute. That's so sweet. Oh. No. I love that they seem stormy. I know. That's amazing. I know. Stormy's Stormy's a busy, busy guy going around. But it's been a little sad this week. He's been really far away. It's been hard for me to get him. I've been sad about it. Oh, like, I know. Stormy, it's so feels so far away. Um, before we get Storm King on the line here from heaven, uh, we have one question from the chat room. Uh, it says, one question for Wessos, which is a cat. Um, what is what does Wessos look like, safe pet? Because uh, her question is, does he understand how seriously close he is to being adopted out? <laughs> because of unacceptable behavior he can control. Which so what does Wessos, which are, yeah. What does Wessos look like? Oh, he's a huge white and multicolor tabby. And what is are his unacceptable behaviors that you're talking about? Let's see what he's talking about. What, that huge white multicolor tabby sort of sounded like that. <laughs> oh, he's attacking other attacking cats. Other cats. Oh my God! You know what's weird about that? That sounds like the cat that that um that David Strays were talking about. Remember that had the white sort of mm. the lighter colored cat. That's what it looked like. Um. Okay, let's get Wessos and see what's going on. Wessos, do you understand? You can't. You that mama's getting really upset that you're attacking other cats. And she's going to try and find you a home if you keep doing it. So you need to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and get along with the other cats. Sometimes I get upset with them. Why do you get upset with them? 
because they're all over the place. And I just need some quiet time. I just need some rest. Well, find a place that you can rest, honey. I want a blanket that's really soft. He has his own room. You can, <laughs> you can go in your room, honey. You can go in your room. <laughs> I kind of want to tell my mom something. He likes it. He likes it when you put the lights dim and you sing. <laughs> I thought I saw candles lit too, but I can't imagine safe pet heaven. Don't you have a lot of animals? I can't imagine you having candles with all those kitties. Um, maybe that's what he wants. Yeah, and he'd be under candlelight. <laughs> oh, she's too chemical. So I'm gonna put the candles. <laughs> I wonder what he wants. And he wants it like he wants like a uh, like um, like singing and candlelight and dim lighting. You think that will calm him down? Wow, wow. He sounds like he needs to go to the spa or something, <laughs> or church. <laughs> yeah, spa or church. I mean, they both take care of you, right? Place for right. relaxation, <laughs> taking care of yourself. For yoga class. Yeah, something like that. I don't know if that was helpful at all, Saint Pet. Maybe not the answer you needed, but that's what the cat said. I don't know. Um, maybe you should try singing to them. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know, Saint Pet. Even would you really give them up? I mean, or is that are we catching you at your fib there? Would you give them up, really? I don't think she would give them up. I don't think she would. So I think he knows. Yes, he's one of a net ten, but he's very very stressful. Okay. Oh wow. Well, maybe you could give him up to a yogi because he seems like he'd be probably be okay with that. Yeah. Or like someone who really likes to sing in candlelight. <laughs> like a church cat. Well, be cool. All right. Well, we're that one. <laughs> We're we're running running out of the time. other day that when she dies, she wants to she wants to go to a Buddhist monastery and live at the Buddhist monastery, be reincarnated at the Buddhist monastery. I told her when she goes to heaven, she better go check out these monasteries before she goes. <laughs> right, totally. Oh wow! All right, uh, Stormy. Real quick, words of wisdom. Are you around? Oh, Stormy, please be around. Ding, ding, ding! Calling heaven or afterlife, whatever you choose to call it. Because I'm here. I just want to tell you, Mom, I'm still here. I am like your love blanket. I know sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm running next to you. I am watching you. I'm just very busy. You'll understand why in a while. I have too many secrets right now. Stormy, come on. I'm your mom. You're going to keep secrets. Yeah. Fans are wanting to know. You've got to all hold on. You know soon enough I love you. And he's gone. All right. Oh, I'm so sad. And 
and I just want you all to know that when you go through this period where, like, you feel like they're so far away, you don't feel like they're right there anymore. It's normal, and I hate it being normal, but it's normal. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, everybody. It is. <laughs> it even happens to the pet psychic. <laughs> to the Miss pet them. psychic. Yeah. Right. Okay. Even though you Mikia, could even talk to him. Yeah, Makia came down. Makia, do you want to give a word of wisdom real fast? She's got 10 seconds. Come on, Makia. She says to breathe oh. out love. That's a good and enjoy one. the living. <laughs> oh, uh, she's saying something to you, I think, about that. Uh, okay, tune into the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com. For more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura, use the code I Love Stormy for a 15% discount. Uh, until next week, go to our Facebook page called facebook.com slash pet psychic radio and follow us on Twitter at the pet psychic and we'll see you next. Bye Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.